This is the Quiz Bowl Cast, Episode 47C, 2008 Minnesota Open Lit Tournament, Round 3 between Mike and Jeremy and Matt and Brendan. So, toss of one. One work in this language claims that saying a phrase beginning victory wives sit will quell a swarm of bees. Another work in this language offers woe to the one who must wait with longing for a loved one and is called the wife's lament. One work in this language uses the ambiguous word overmod to describe the decision to allow an enemy to cross an isthmus. Another poem in this language notes that the holy creator first made heaven as a roof and its composer was discovered by Saint Hilda. Another poem composed in this language tells of a character who won a, a swimming contest against Rekka. The texts of this language are primarily found in the Versailles book, the Cotton Vitellius, and the Book of Exeter, used to write the Battle of Malden and Cade Monster. <coughs> English. It is. Some of those on creation. Which on the dream? Just some nonsense stuck in there, like tagalog literature. It's time. All right. So, possible two. The narrator of this poem asks if barbers have lived in vain, that not one curl in nature has survived. Well, in the later section, he declares that he is a yeoman that knows no magic trees, not balmy bows. The narrator asks, where shall I find bravura adequate to this great hymn? And earlier states that the honey of heaven may or may not come, but that of earth both comes and goes at once. The fifth part of this poem begins by describing a furious star that was set for the fiery boys and the sweet-smelling virgins close to them. While the second section of this poem describes a red bird that flies across the golden floor. The first section of this poem describes that what the narrator said to Mother of Heaven, Regina of the Clouds, and the narrator declares that he wishes that he might be a thinking stone. For ten points, name this poem by Wallace Stevens. No, it's like, what's it called? Someone on his clavier? No. Wasn't the collection of him, but I don't remember any of the poems. Um, the Man with the Blue Guitar. No, this is uh, Le Monocle de Monocle. De Monocle. Yeah, I think that was in there. Poor attention. Toss three. E.T. Aylward and James Ipland have recently tried to resurrect this work's reputation. Late in it, its hero models his tactics on Bellianus of Greece, having earlier encountered the art banterer of the Indies. After fighting the giant Bramarbus Ironsides in Cyprus, that protagonist disenchants and courts the Infanta Barberina. Another work, though, compares its author to a man who angrily inflates dogs and refutes the claim that he had referenced Lope de Vega. Also in that other work, it is read at a tavern by Geronimo and Juan, who learn it inaccurately calls Teresa Marie Gutierrez, from its hero, who also refutes its claim that he has become disenamored with the beloved identified by Cide uh, Hamite Benengeli. For 10 points, name this work by Alonso Fernandez de Avellaneda, an illegitimate continuation of the adventures of several La Manchans creating the second part of Don Quixote. Um, let's see if that's anything. And that's what that is. Um, I guess I'll I'll prompt it. I need something more. Don Quixote continued. I, I can't just take Whatever. that, though. Um, let's see. I guess by Miguel de Cervantes. What's this called? This is... 
Don Quixote Returns. No, it's the false second volume of Don Quixote. <laughs> oh, right. I need something that says that's that it's not legitimate. Yeah, okay. Dude. I should have been paying more attention. Though. Toss up four. One of the central families of this novel reappeared in Their Silver Wedding Journey. At the end of this novel, we learn that the illustrator Alma does not return the interest of Kendrick, and that Margaret Vance, who had talked to the victim of the shooting, became... Hazard New Fortress. That's right. Yeah. You're just nice. In one revelation in this work, Law is equated to the very conscience of humanity in a letter written by a character who has moved from Ohio with Miriam. Osgood preaches to the old, feeble-minded Harwick in this novel, and was one of the seven pointed out by Davies when asked by Risley after, uh, after the climactic event. After bungling the operation, Gerald returns home to blame his dad for his desire for power and cruelty, and both him and the next Confederate general commit suicide. Ma Greer and Farnley volunteered to undertake the operation, which left the gambling Mexican and Donald Martin dead. The latter had come near to Pike's Hole, possessing, possessing cattle believed to be those of Larry Kincaid. Oxbow incident? Yeah. John Tranter rewrote this work by changing the last word in the title and keeping all of the line and new words. The speaker chides those who admire authors for calling the sun the sun when those poets are wary of statues who don't believe their anti-mythological myths before describing urchins who pursue a scientist down a child's colonnade. The speaker claims that the best and the worst don't stay where he is, alluding to Goebbels in the line about Intendant Caesar's leaving, slamming the door while noting that the really reckless hear the older, colder, oceanic whisper that promises that there is no love, only various envies. This poem describes the title substance's rounded slopes and its ability to create a secret system of caves and conduits in the first stanza, while the last line notes that the speaker's imagination of faultless love or the life to come causes him to hear underground streams and think of a landscape made of the titular material. For ten points, name this poem that describes a substance that dissolves in water, a work about a type of rock by W.H. Auden. In praise of limestone? Yeah, ten points. Nice. Toss-up seven. The narrator of this novel learns that he will speak clear to posterity from a civil incumbent and is later forbidden from leaving his residence because he fainted at a sword fight. The title character's grandmother forces him to marry Urgulalnila and later urges a divorce and new marriage with Elia. This work was continued in the 1934 novel about the title character The God and it documents various political assassinations ordered by the title character's grandmother Livia. Near the end of... Hi, Claudius. Yeah, 10. Yeah. All right, so after 7, I have a score of 50 to 0. That's of 8. One character in this play calls another as mysterious as the man in the Iron Mask and earlier imagines people standing over his tomb exclaiming that he's not as good as Ivan Turgenev. Reenacting a low-octave Bravo Silva... Shamrev tries to ingratiate himself with the aforementioned character, who later decides to write a story about a girl who is destroyed by a man out of idleness. 
The object of Masha's affections meets his own love interest at the end when that woman recites the line, All humans, beasts, lions, and eagles from an earlier staged dream play. Aina Arkadina takes her lover, the writer Trigor, in the way. It's just a seagull? It is. The second section of this work ends with the protagonist being taken to a cave where bears were once worshipped. The hero of one of the central characters was Edward VIII, and that character is later found dead in Lake Huron with a rock in his mouth, a death, ca a death caused by everyone, according to the brazen head of Francis Bacon. One character was abducted by Willard, and takes the pseudonyms of Cass Fletcher, Jules Legrand, and Mungo Fetch before settling on a moniker that means Great Hard Iron One. The lives of two characters become intertwined when one ducks away from a rock-laden snowball, which causes Mary Dempster to give birth prematurely. This is... Is it the World According to Uh, no. Uh, oh, fuck. Uh, featuring characters like Boy and David Stoughton, the magician Magdus Eisengrim and Dunstan Ramsey for 10 points named this novel sequence which encompasses Fifth Business, The Manticore, and The World of Wonders, the magnum opus of Robertson Davies. Not what I thought it was. And uh, right, this is Deptford Trilogy. That snowball thing happens in a prayer for Owen Meany also. But had I said that, maybe I would have grounds to complain. <laughs> Toss up ten. One character in this work comments on Karila uh, no, Silafranich's ill-advised plans to perform eye surgery on his peasants, and the narrator describes another character's inability to answer any questions on his undergraduate exams. In addition to Lupin and Voinsen, this work's title character quotes a Schiller verse and criticizes intellectual circles for destroying all intellectual development. The title character describes his travels through Germany and his study of Hegel's philosophy, and also marries the country girl Sophia, Sophia, but does not know if he loved her even though she is dead. Much of this short story takes place as a monologue by the title character, who is unable to sleep after at a bachelor party organized by is unable to sleep after at a bachelor party organized by Alexander Mihalich. A police officer jeers at the title character for comparing himself to a political candidate at the end of his work, in which Vasily Vasilievich described his lack of origi originality to the narrator. Then points in by the short story found in Sportsman's Sketches, whose title refers to a Shakespearean character by Turgenev. Othello? No. Ariel's Dream. No, this is Hamlet of the Shagrovsky District Providence Orb. Gotta be kidding me. That sounds made up. So you can ask Gautam about that one. We'll do. Face down in the mud. Alright. Dust of 11. This work's central character attempts to view things dispassionately until a rainstorm makes him feel vulgar and he ventures soaked to a tea house. A landscape painting by the protagonist is rejected as cramped by a woman who had earlier hilariously revised some haikus that were written about her. The protagonist is bathing and dreaming of painting Ophelia drowning when the central female appears in a flash, naked, and he only assents to paint that character drowning when she makes a compassionate face after seeing her ex-husband on a Manchuria-bound train. 
Kyuichi uh, and the central female's ex-husband go off to fight in the Russo-Japanese War in for 10 points. This novel about the unnamed narrator's relationship with Onami Shioda, a work by Natsumi Soseki. I am a cat? No. Bachin? No. Um, this is the three-cornered world. That's the three-cornered world. We'll learn a lot about that today. Great adjective. Yes. Toss-up 12. This author wrote an early play in which two war veterans plan their own funeral, then die when forced to sleep on park benches, and come back as ghosts to praise themselves. <clears throat> His early poetry is collected in bits of debris, and his critically acclaimed works include the previously described We Shall Sing for the Fatherland and The Hill. He wrote about uh, Nikki, who takes her daughter Popey with her when she poses for Christian-inspired religious paintings done by Father Franz Claire Hope in his novel The Madonna of Excelsior. This author wrote about the town of Colora by Sea, which is rife with conflict between believers and unbelievers of the Josha prophetess Nankawusi in his novel The Heart of Redness. For ten points, name this author who wrote about Toloki, a professional mourner in Ways of Dying, a noted South African author. Fugard. No. Brink. No. Um, this is apparently Mda. Okay. MDA. It's question the use of noted South African author. Maybe in South Africa. Yeah, because one time Andrew made a note that said, write impossible toss up. That makes him note. Let's see. What's that from Andrew? I think it was. second to last of these claims that the novel is the most independent, most elastic, most prodigious of literary forms. In one of them, the author admits his predilection for poor sensitive gentlemen, and another describes a Christmas meeting at Edward Benson's mansion, where it is agreed that stories of the supernatural have been washed by a laboratory tap. Collected into the art of the novel with the author's other essay, The Art of Fiction, they claim that an author must seek characters who are the best reflectors for the subject, while secondary characters are, like party attendants, are only part of the treatment, such as Henrietta Stackpole. For 10 points, name these landmark essays in novel theory appended to the New York edition of their author's complete works, which include In the Cage, The Spoils of Poynton, and The Ambassadors. <coughs> The criticism of Henry James. No. What's going on here? Notes on Henry James. No. They want prefaces to the New York edition of the complete works of Henry James. All you needed was prefaces H. James. Mm-hmm. All right. It's also fourteen. John Lars Coward, the playwright, discusses blithe spirit in a chapter about ghosts in a fun type of this entity. A Jean Rye story, uh, short story about the hospitalized Inez and her ward mates, Madame Tavernier and Miss, Mrs. Murphy, is titled Outside One of These Entities. In Butler's Erewhon, a chapter entitled The Book of These Entities tells how they have been outlawed because a scientist 200 years before claimed that they would become the dominant beings on Earth. Kuno and Vashti live below the Earth's surface in a work about one of these that stops by E.M. Forster, while Cocteau's modern... Machine? Yeah. 
the machines from Erewhon. Fifteen. One character in one of his plays tries to see liaisons behind the Hotel Algiers and later talks to Cleo about his second-hand life dedicated to trifles and troubles. In addition to writing Rocket to the Moon, this author also wrote a play which begins with Jerry Wolensky and his wife listening to an old Polish song, Clash by Night. This playwright of the country girl and the big knife wrote a work that centers around the comp. Oh, that's... Yeah, fifteen. Nice. Final score, Mike and Jeremy, 0, Matt and Brendan, 80.